Jackson. I'm Mark. Wait, what? <laughs> I love coming up with like new ways to screw you up with that. <laughs> yeah, no, this, this, is, this is like a, a slower version of my my rock out tune I made. Rock out tune. It's yeah. like a beach party. Tune. Yeah, kind of. But I mean, it's, it's kind of trippy and badass though. Yeah, it's the uh, sharks got me drinking with him, right? No, it's is not. That, no? No. Why don't we just get that one confused? That was the one Meryl Manson stole from me. Right, right, right. We can talk about that on the show. This is the one that you told me that it has to be much faster, and I made it much faster. Yeah. Originally, but then I made a slow version of it. Maybe yeah. just to spite you internally, who knows? <laughs> but yeah, no, this is, and I, I remember I made this one day, and I haven't listened to it in a while. It's like five and a half minutes of like this. But I listened to it yesterday while I was high and drunk. Well, half high and drunk. And I thought it was really cool. <laughs> so that, that's why we're playing this. Yeah. So I will announce up top, uh, we're, we're going to start in the next couple episodes, we're going to be experimenting with a new format for the show, because um, one of the questions we get asked a lot, and we get asked a lot, a lot, is what the hell is the point of the show? And for the most part, like, it, you know, originally it was just something where we could just go on and just basically just be goofy idiots and just talk about whatever happened to be on our minds that week, but... <laughs> Which I think still is going to be the heart of it. <laughs> yeah. But... It has been more and more, you know, apparent that having some kind of like purpose for the show might might behoove us and and in terms of growing our listener base. So, uh, sticking with the name, who cares? I think what we're going to be doing is is in moving forward is we're going to be attempting to do more uh, kind of deep dives, more like informational <laughs> discussions. Deep dives. Yes, deep dives is an inside joke <coughs> amongst the air staff at WZLX now. Yeah. Because our boss is always talking about doing uh, him and the rest of the uh, program directors at iHeartMedia. Yeah. They do deep dives on their own stations or other stations of the same ilk. Mm-hmm. And what, what it means is listening to every second of the, uh, the you know, <laughs> of that radio station that day. Figuring out what they're doing. It's called a deep dive. So every time we, 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 we were just, I mean, well, at least Chuck and I, mm-hmm. I should not say that. What? Bleep and I. <laughs> Bleep. Always say deep dive just to uh, kind of make fun of the boss a little bit. <laughs> but it's all fun games. Yes. So go ahead. Sorry. So in this case, our deep dive is going to be more into just specific topics. Uh, it could be, you know, political or social or pop culture or, you know, whatever, uh, whatever might be like the topic of the week or the time or, you know, just whatever happens to, seems to be the most interesting thing to kind of go into detail about. Um, so right, right now, <coughs> it's coincidentally freeze. <laughs> Free speech. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> That's not political. 
again, ladies and gentlemen, this is why professional broadcasters don't smoke weed while they're trying to broadcast. I inhaled a little, a little nugget there. I did not inhale. <coughs> I My inhaled fellow Americans, I can promise you that I did not inhale that, was that marijuana. It was marijuana, my but throat. it gave me the power to play the saxophone. Yes, this is my my really shitty uh, Bill. Yeah, Clinton. that was the worst Bill Clinton I've ever heard. <laughs> and I can't do it unless I do the hand motion. Mouthful American. So uh, I'm uh, no Phil Hartman. Free speech is a uh, big topic of these days, and you were asking me to come up with a topic to talk uh-huh. about. So uh, that'll be my topic. So remember that for yeah. when you're done with your topic. <laughs> we're trying to be topical here. <laughs> Topical and niche Yes, but you're still going to have to hear us talk about shit in our, our personal lives. And, so, uh, yeah, and we're going to analyze the fucking song that we opened the show up with for the first five minutes of the show anyway. Are well, we? Always. Yeah. That's what we always do. It is fun. Yes. Um, but how are things going with you? You seem, to be, you seem to be having a pretty good week. I will say, I don't know if it's, it's good to bring it up, so maybe we can cut this if we need to. Oh, no, but, we uh, can bring up anything. We, uh, Radio is my life. We have been out of the loop for a while, but we did record an episode <laughs> that is, is going to be put in the archives for a while because it was really more of just a catharsis episode for yeah. Jackson uh, more than anything else. For, for those of you who uh, went to or um, uh, subscribed to the Howard Stern School of Radio, the being honest and talking about what's on your mind at that time. Uh, th- this will be. Oh, that's that ended abruptly. That yes. was unprofessional. Yes. Uh, so th- yeah, you're, you're th- terrible th- at your job. Uh, the lost episode, who cares? Thirty two will be available at some point. Uh, be- when it when, doesn't hurt so much. When, no, it's not that. And when it can't hurt me, liability wise, it's or- not. I can guarantee you, there's nothing in that episode that that. Uh, it was a mature, I think, decision to shove it. <laughs> no, I think it was good, and and I think it was good because you know it, it it's I think the radio equivalent of people say like if you're if you're upset about something or you're mad at somebody specifically, they say write a letter and then don't send it. <laughs> you know, which in the in the email age is because it was always like you know get a piece of paper and a pencil and and just write out a letter and then just throw it away. Yeah, because uh, and now people do that. They're like you know now with email, they're like yeah just you know write an email and then just don't send it. But it's like an email is harder. Is easier to accidentally send. Than it's much than easier. Letter. I hate accidentally sending emails. So I think doing a cathartic email is a bad idea. There, there's been, <laughs> um, I don't know if there's an actual app for it, but there there should be an app where uh, it makes it so that you can delete an email that you send within like five minutes of sending it. <laughs> I think there was an app or there was an email service that had that, that but yeah. you had to pay for it. But it's a fantastic idea because. How many people send stupid fucking emails to their boss that they did not mean to send? I don't, but I think about things before I do them. Well, yeah, not a lot of people do. I think that I think it was the John Oliver show, if I'm mistaken. This was like a couple of years ago, but they made a website uh, where instead of like this was when the the thing started with people saying stupid shit on on Twitter, and it started being a thing that people were talking about in the news. And so they had made this website where it's like, next time you feel like you need to tweet something angry into the, you know, just to get it out there, go to our website. I think it was called like Screaming Into the Void or something like that. I wonder if it's still up. But you would basically go and they'd have a little bar. You could you could type in your tweet and uh, and then you you just hit send and it would just delete it. <laughs> Did it look like you tweeted though just to get that fucking feeling? Well, it, yeah, no, it gave you the feeling that you were posting something, but it didn't post anywhere. Ooh, so... Uh... I had alligator for the first time. What is that? It's a reptile uh, native to the south. Oh, like you you mean you ate alligator meat? (laughs) I didn't know if it was like slang for like some kind of booze or something like that. Like that's not a phrase that automatically puts in my mind for some reason that you ate an animal. 
like a large dinosaur reptile thing. I'm glad that I got that that uh phrase out. And it's a, it's a, it's a reptile native to South of America in southern part of America. That and I mean specifically right saying like I had alligator. Like that could mean any number of things. They, I you know, ate alligator. There was a news article <clears throat> a couple of years ago where I read where a guy was bitten by an alligator, and then his uh his response was to rape the alligator for like a week, and so he technically had an alligator. That must be pretty difficult. <laughs> yeah, he apparently like it bit him, so he tied it up and kept it in his backyard and raped it every day for like a week before the authorities found out. Because Florida. Wow. That Jesus, that's quite a story. <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know that. You, you just stopped me in my tracks right there. <laughs> Good. So um, I ordered alligator tacos. That's weird. Where did you get alligator tacos? At Clyde's Jazz Club in uh, Roxbury. None of the none of that seems that it would that would be good. That, that shouldn't. No, that, that none of that makes sense. Can I tell you a lie? And I texted. It's it to a Dan. jazz club named Clyde, which I guess a Clyde is a good jazz name, but it serves alligator tacos. Well, so I thought so. Uh, it's a wing joint. Well, I thought it was going to be a. And like, that makes it even weirder. We make like we are a wing joint. But we also serve alligator. Well, apparently the most famous thing is wings, and uh, so I went. Not there the on, alligator. I went there on a date the other night, which went wonderfully, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much all I should probably say about it because <laughs> you never know. Um, I want a second date for sure. <laughs> um, so I, I was telling Danny about it, and uh-huh. Danny knows everywhere. He grew up around there too, and yeah. he's like, "Hey, you might have to pay a, ch- a fee to get in." Um, so I'm like, "Oh fuck." <laughs> right right away i was pissed off about it but anyway so i go in and uh yeah they had gator fucking tacos on the menu but then i noticed it was the cheapest thing on the menu and i asked and the girl i was with had been there many times and she said she's she's never been there with somebody who ordered the gator tacos <laughs> and i was very intrigued i had to get them but then i got i went on this whole diatribe with the fucking waitress i was like all right so how are the gator tacos? She's like, I, I don't know. I was like, do many people order them? She's like, yeah, a lot of people order them. I was like, wait, do people order them twice? She's like, no. <laughs> that is the question to ask. And I was like, it's what's not, it like? do people like, order it? Do people order it more than once? She's like, supposedly it tastes like chicken. I'm like, all right. So, oh. That's what they say about everything. Yeah. I've been told my entire life that lobster tastes like chicken. My response to that, then I'll eat fucking chicken. Yeah, chicken's much better than lobster. I'm going to go get a beer. Hold on. Time all right. On. Yes. So alligator tacos. And I like a lot of things, and this was not. And oh, by the way, and my date had to stop me from uh, fucking uh, questioning the waitress about the tacos. <laughs> she was well, like, you, "All right, you, just go." You you like to ask questions because I remember I one love time to ask questions. You and I went to a sushi place in in uh, in fucking Alston, and you sat and tried to ask. You were basically trying to get the waiter waitress to explain to you how um, how sake is made, and like. Really, I don't remember that. Yeah, you were explaining like like what is sake exactly? And she's like, oh, you know, it's wa- it's wine made from rice. And you're like, how do they do that? And like you're trying to make her walk through it. She's like, she's a waitress. She doesn't fucking know how to make sake. <laughs> this isn't like this isn't like Edo period Japan. But I, th- I thought it was an excellent question to ask. Um, uh, has anybody ever ordered the alligator tacos? That's a good question. Time? But and was what the cheapest more, thing on the menu? Yeah, but well, th- now you're starting to go into like because now it's like, well, it's either the cheapest thing on the menu because nobody ever orders it, or because like you know, well, you know, the economics of shipping alligator meat up from Florida is actually much easier than you expect, and like these are not questions that pertain to well, shit, whether or not it's going to be good for you to eat. Well, yeah, it was not good. Pretty so. much, do people order the alligator tacos? Yes. Do they order them so twice? She, uh, so no. My date, That's all you need to know. My date asked me what it tasted like, and here's the best I can come up with. It tastes like, you know Thanksgiving leftovers? The white meat? Yes. 
It tastes like that if it was chicken soaked in bath water. <laughs> it's, like it, it had like a soapy taste to it? Not a soapy taste, just a watery... Like, was it oily? Was it greasy? I'd it imagine alligator meat to be watery. It was like swampy. Exactly. It was swampy. Like, it was not good. <laughs> it just marinated swamp water I took water one bite day. of it, and I, uh, I, and I didn't like it. And, uh, and she, uh, my, my date, like I said, she was a regular there, so yeah. she um, was able to get not make me not have to pay for it. <laughs> that, I mean, that's very nice of her, I will say. You know, I don't want to malign her, but... I think if you're dumb enough to order the alligator tacos, you need to pay for the alligator. It was tacos. it was a team effort. She kind of helped me. And she, I was like, you know, she kind of uh, pushed me towards it. Because you take that, you take that risk though. It was definitely a risk. Yeah, you, yeah. you see alligator tacos on the menu, and you're like, I'm gonna put that inside me. That is the that that you you take that you take everything that comes with that. It wasn't good, man. Yeah, and sometimes you put something inside you, and it's a bad experience. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's the title of this episode. <laughs> Sometimes you put, put things inside, inside of you, and it's a bad, bad experience. experience. <laughs> anyway, um, so you said you wanted to talk about free speech, yeah. and you surprised me with it. So let's talk about free speech. Trump what do you, what do you revoked got? John Brennan's fucking security clearance, and he's threatening to do it to other people he's, too. He, he did it to somebody else too today. I think um, uh, who's the other fellow? Not John James Comey, but the other guy. Um, one of these fucking big political guys. But I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and throw up, by the way. Free speech is... Because he because they spoke against him, and free speech is something he uses every day on Twitter and, and with his big fucking mouth. I mean, and again, it's we're fucking ridiculous because, you know, the he does this shit, and we all know why he does it, but his White House staff run around in circles trying to make it seem like they bend over backwards. Uh, oh, I love in I like love. a Cirque du Soleil style performance contrary. to try to say, oh no, it's not for the reason we all know it is. And then as soon as they start to get the media to start to maybe say, all right, maybe he didn't do it because of that, Trump comes out and is like, I did it because of exactly why you think I, I did it. I fucking love that press secretary. Sarah, <laughs> Sarah Huckabee, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Sanders is a she horrible is woman my with hero. a tiny face and a giant sausage style don't, head. Don't make fun of her looks. If she, she was a is, dude, you would not make fun of his looks. Yeah, no. Oh, Sean Spicer was a creepy little mousy guy. Yes, he was. But Sarah Huckabee he hides Sanders in the bushes. Is a fucking treasure of this country. Why? <laughs> because she's so she's she, she's so dedicated to her job. She will go of out lying there and to say the American anything. people. She, it's her job. She, she, her kids don't get fed if she doesn't say what she's gonna fucking say, and that's her job, and she's got to do it. And she is good at it, and she is fucking funny, and I like her. <laughs> I wish she if if somebody had to represent me, I I would I'd love it to be her. Yeah, she's, no, I mean she's great. If you're the asshole, you know that who she's she trying to cover for. You know who she is. What? Who? She's the woman who steals the uh, bag of soup right back from George after. <laughs> <laughs> no soup for you. <laughs> and then she hands him his money. T- <laughs> no soup for you. <laughs> That's her. Um, yeah, no, that is a bulldog. I love her. And the thing is, a lot. So, so uh, this is something I've been kind of following. And one of the questions is people keep asking is like, well, what's the big deal? Why do these guys need to have their, their clearance forever? But these guys are involved in some of the most important and delicate, like information and, and international, like, uh, gather, like information gathering and, and, and diplomacy and stuff like that. Like there's a lot of like balls in the air. 
and then you have a new administration move in with their own team, and then the old team's out. But they, the, the, the new team needs to know what was going on before they came on board. So they need to have these resources of like being able to reach out to the old, uh, you know, employees of, of these departments. Well, and not only, I mean, I'm sure it happens more often than um, we obviously see when, uh, you know, people get their security clearances, clearances revoked. But well, no, because that's the, the thing that they're saying that, is the it, very fact it that doesn't done, happen. Oh, really? See, like, I don't that's know. why this is such a big deal because well, it doesn't ever happen. We wouldn't even know about it if it wasn't so, like, you know, if it, this. If, it, if this fucking thing wasn't such a joke already. Yeah. But the fact is, the very fact of, that the only reason they got it revoked was because they said bad things about the president that in, is, in well, public. That, and that's terri- That's terrifying because that's what, that's what, uh, that's what uh, dictators do. And I don't think Trump is nice. like... I feel much better. Yeah. People say that like Trump like, like wants to be a dictator. I don't think he wants to be a dictator. I think it's just the dictator mentality is this immature, childish, I want things my way and nobody's allowed to tell me what to do because I'm the boss. And it's just that's the behavior that you gravitate towards. So it's you crazy, like people man. that do that. But it's, it's like it's, weird. It's like it's the rich kid from every 80s and 90s movie who is the bad guy because he's just he's selfish and spoiled and greedy. That's Donald Trump in the White House. Um, but imagine like imagine starting in a new job and never ever being able to ask your predecessor any information about how to do that job or like anything that had happened beforehand not having any of their you know any any of their advice or guidance in terms of doing it because the thing is is like once the clearance is revoked like the departments can't reach out to these guys to ask them questions about anything it's not like clearance doesn't mean that they just can't go into that building or whatever it yeah means no it's that a they whole, can never uh, it's whole ever shit they can never be privy Ooh. to any information about any of these topics ever again. And that's why it's dangerous. Did I tell you that my dad was uh, recruited by the CIA to try no. to work for them back in the day? Is that true? It's 100% true. <laughs> they, uh, I don't know why, and I don't know to do what, but he said no because uh, they just had my brother. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he didn't want to be away from the wife and the kid. Is that fucked up? That's, and that's all he's told you about it? I th- I think I asked more questions, but I don't know if he it it can. It's, it is a remember. topic that requires follow up. <laughs> no, I definitely followed up, but I, it was a while ago that I found this out. But the, the reason I'm telling you this is because uh, I was recently with a friend mm-hmm. that I hadn't seen in a while, and uh, we were talking about another a mutual friend of ours who's very much closer to him than he is to me. Yes. And, uh, now, didn't you? Ju- we just talked about this the other night, and didn't you already say that you brought this up on the radio yeah. and that you think you probably shouldn't have? Yeah, I probably shouldn't. So now you're doing it again. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm. I'm using. I mean, shit. You know. Yeah. <laughs> At least you're consistent. Continue. I'm consistent. Yeah. So uh, I found out he was uh, a, a friend. A friend that a I friend know, of a friend is a contractor for um, the CIA, FBI, and or NSA, mm-hmm. and he does like a. Uh, stuff for them and like he would have tails like there would be like foreign countries tailing him and like he had to get out of like squeezes and shit <laughs> and pickles <laughs> squeezes fucking, and pickles and... I, I know 007 is what i know it, it's fucking but badass but i've always i've always wanted to either know somebody who did that or be somebody who could do that the spy or did who did that the spy who knew me I was, I, i've always wanted to not be able to tell somebody what i do <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, you I think can. that's the most badass thing you can be. You could do that now. <laughs> like the next time somebody asks you what you do for a living, you'd be like, well, I could tell you, but then I'd have to kill you. <laughs> Seriously. I'd have to kill you. Yes. 
It's just it would it would be very uh I just wanna Yeah, I'm gonna make that up. <laughs> and you know what I decided to recently? This is a totally non total non sequitur right here, but um mm -hmm. I'm gonna have a statue erected in my honor. <laughs> <laughs> you need money for that. Or donations. Or somebody to sponsor it. Yes, Jackson, you just finished telling me that when you went out the other night, you bought the alligator tacos because they were the cheapest thing on the menu, and now you're talking no, about not because buying a they statue. Were. I was no, I was curious as to why they were the cheapest, and, and now I know. I think the answer was clear in what they are. <laughs> that is not me right now. That's a recording of me. Yes, <laughs> that's me shushing. That's the, that's the height of laziness yes. is when you have to have a recording of yourself shushing somebody while you're actually there to shush them. <laughs> um, <Yes. laughs> Don't you make fun of me. Oh, I will. He's a fucking beloved cartoon character, that yes. guy. It, he just had a movie come out um, in Brazil. But uh, All right, so I have a topic that has been burning a hole in the back of my mind for a few weeks now. Um, a couple weeks ago, I went on a mandate with a friend of mine uh, in Cambridge. We went to Harvard Did Square. End in man sex? No unfortunately, but uh, I'm going to get him someday. Um, but anyway, uh, so we were in uh, Harvard Square and this dude, this like total stoner dude handed me like a business card, mm -hmm. but I looked at it, but it was actually like a flyer for a guy running for Senate <laughs> in Massachusetts, yeah. but it was like a business card. And I don't know if anybody's heard about him. Uh, you know, his, his, I hadn't heard of him before now, but I, I think you had said you heard about him. His name is, uh, I can't even pronounce this because he's, and I don't want to be racist, but it's uh, it's Shiva Ayadurai or something like that. How do you spell that now? Ayadurai. It's, it's, it's Shiva. It's definitely Shiva. It's S-H-I-V-A. Uh, and I've heard him say his first name before in, in recording, so it's definitely pronounced Shiva. But then his Shiva. last name is A-Y-Y-A-D-U-R-A-I. Oi, boy. Ayadurai, Ayadurai, something like that. I adore you. I adore I. Um, I know you adore you. <laughs> so he's, he's you narcissistic bastard. So I'll tell you the, the 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 first thing on this little card. So and it's his it's his and he's running is, for what Congress or he's Senate looking or? to replace Elizabeth Warren. That oh. is, it's not even like that is his whole specific thing. Is it's not even a matter of like he's less focused on what he wants to do, and he seems to be more focused on just like let's get rid of Elizabeth Warren. Which, I mean, personally, like, yeah, I mean, Elizabeth Warren kind of rubs me the wrong way. We were just talking about this with you the other night. I saw her on uh, one of the late shows uh, last week, Oopsie. and she was asked a question, and she did a, a, a horrible, like, job of just being a politician, dodging the question and going right back to the, you know, well, what about, you know, maybe, but what about them? You know, whereas, and it is funny because uh, uh, Bernie Sanders was also on another show that same night, and it was asked the same question. It was, they were both asked... Uh, with with all the uh, financial corruption in the Republican Party, do the Democrats need to be held responsible for the corporate handouts that they've gotten? Like, you know, the Democrats they don't take as much corporate money as Republicans do, but they've taken some. And the question well, was, they all take it, man. Yeah, they all take it. But the Democrats, like the Democrats, the Democrats like to pretend that they don't, you know. And the Republicans clearly do it more. Um, the question was, is like, do the Democrats need to be um, held accountable for that? And, and uh, you know, Elizabeth Warren basically just she she like neo dodged the question and jumped right to uh, the Republicans are the real problem. They're the ones with all the taking all the money and we need to be more concerned, you know, so and it's like, OK, well, it's, that's what about ism and that doesn't answer the question. Um, but, uh, you know. Uh, Bernie Sanders was asked the same question. And he was like, yeah, no, it's it's terrible that they do that and they should be held accountable for that. And then he went on to his talking point. 
Um, so at least he gave. Oh my God! Who the hell? That's cares? the name of the show. But anyway, so this guy, his thing is, you, you see this card. You've seen the card right here. This is it. Have I shown you this? Yes, you have. So it's it's his headshot <laughs> next to her headshot, photoshopped with a uh, with a um, Indian headdress. With an Indian headdress. A Native American headdress. Sorry. So it says in the thing, it's like Shiva for U.S. Senate 2018, running as an independent. Shiva. But the thing is, is he says. And this Chival- is his, this is his tagline. Only a real Indian can defeat the fake Indian. That's a good point, though. And he says that, but it's not a good point. And now <laughs> I'm going to explain to you why it's because, yes, he is of Indian descent. He was born in India and he immigrated over to this country when he was a child. Um, Elizabeth oh, that's Warren. That's a great point, then. Elizabeth Warren isn't claiming to be an Indian. She's claiming to be a Native American, oh, which yeah, is complete true. bullshit. And the thing is, so like. Well, how do you know that? You don't know that. I could guarantee you it's complete bullshit. So jumping back to where we were. So a couple of years ago in 2013, uh, my wife and I took a trip to Arizona. And uh, one of the things we kept hearing from, because, you know, Arizona, is, there's, there's a lot of like Native American organizations out there. And it's all very heavy in, in that culture with all the touristy parts. And one of the things we kept hearing uh, everywhere we were going was uh, that na- the Native Americans out there, they actually don't mind being called Indian because they don't like all the pressure of the you know PR, like politically being politically correct and stuff. But for me, I don't like to say Indian, not because it's politically incorrect, but because it's geographically incorrect. I think that's not too. from fucking India. Exactly. From America. <laughs> Just because it was a stupid mistake. And <laughs> because a mean... white guy fucked up and refused to admit well, it doesn't mean we need to pretend these people are from India. And that, this is the, that's the same way I feel about African American. I really hate the term African American. And I don't know how people haven't, I don't know how black people haven't, uh, take an issue i mean maybe they've had a lot of shit to deal with i guess i guess they don't need another issue to take up but yeah. I, I don't know how black people aren't offended by that because like some people are not a lot of black people are haitian or fucking even well, dominican or, or you know somewhere from anywhere else that's that there's darker people in the world like yeah but that's that's the ignorance of people just uh, looking at a black person and saying you're african-american well it's like no i'm haitian no, american but, like well, no, I'm saying they will, instead of black, the people will say African-American. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. They're, they're, it's the, they're being ignorant of the fact that the person they're talking to may have dark skin. But, but even black people say that, though. Like, they've accepted it. I don't get it. Well, no, but I think like, I people, guess this is my people, fight to fight. Yeah, no, I think black <laughs> people of African descent say that, but I've never heard a, a Haitian person say that they're African-American. Or like, it would be like me saying I'm European-American. Like if you know, like a seventh generation black kid should not have to call himself African American. Well, I think part of the problem so going in a different <laughs> direction. Be like here. me calling myself European American, you know. For 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 people of color, I think it's a lot different because they're the ones who are experiencing the most discrimination right now, and they're obviously anytime they're being looked at by a white person, they're immediately ju- being judged on like what's your uh, you know what's your ethnic descent. The term adding the term American to the end of it reminds is a way of trying to remind people subtly of like, you know, I may be originally my family may originally be from Africa, but I'm an American. It's the same way it's like your family may originally be from like Europe, whatever fucking part yeah, of Europe. Yeah, but it'd be ludicrous in. to call me a Scottish Hungarian American, you know? Like Well, why would it I mean it's it's ludicrous, but at the same time, like we as humans love to separate ourselves into different groups based on weird things in terms based of based like, on color based <laughs> on stupid. skin color and, and fucking retarded even beyond skin color where what region of the globe your family came from and i mean there's there's a part of that where you're recognizing your heritage that helped to grow your family into the people that they are but 
you know, I think adding the term American to it reminds everybody that, you know, we may all be from different places, but we're all Americans, so fucking get used to it. Which reminds me of an excellent joke I came up with this okay. week. Okay. Why is it that people love their ancestors but hate their families? <laughs> <laughs> but this yeah, is, so... And, you know, so just a little side note to that. So the girl I went out with the other night was black, and... Mm-hmm. Took me a half an hour to make a, a, a to realize ra- that she was no. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a half hour to make a racist black joke, and to my fucking absolute, you know, delightment, she goes, "All right, good, you made a black joke. You're cool." <laughs> like you know, she, she knows. Like I mean, you know, if you if you're comfortable, just like if you're comfortable in sexual your sexuality, you know, you can say guys, you know, handsome or whatever. If you're comfortable in your Raciality, <laughs> or in your skin and everybody else's skin, then you can make a fucking black joke and not make it a big a big deal. And I thought that was very refreshing. Yeah, nice. my I, my go to, and I don't know if it's in, if it's really racist or not, but my go to joke is uh, it's really more about political correctness. But anytime I say something is black, like if I'm like, yeah, no, if we'll just switch that text to black, or I'm sorry, not black, African American, and then, I, yeah, I say that sometimes too, which goes against everything I believe. I get a laugh every time I say diatribe. it, so I don't think I'm being terribly offensive, but I still feel a little bit like there's a there's that little bit of white guilt every time I do. <laughs> I say, it was something about the jazz band because they were all white, and I said something about it. I don't I don't remember what I said, but it was funny as shit, and <laughs> it was just natural. I just naturally made the made the joke. That's because, a great story. I told a great joke. I don't remember where it was, but it was fantastic. It doesn't matter what the joke was. The <laughs> best part about it is that she's so badass that she said nice you made a black joke nice you're fucking cool (laughs) nice cool show me your clan hood someday (laughs) see that was offensive (laughs) see i was offensive against you um anyway so that 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 right there so back to the topic of this shiva guy right now one of the things that that kind of bothers me is that kind of looking into him the last couple days he doesn't sound like he's got necessarily terrible ideas uh, in general, but he seems to be a fucking whack job. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, right now, I'm going to pull yeah, up on well, Twitter. We, yeah, there's something really ridiculous on his card, right? Yes. So, uh, real quick, though, I'm going to jump because I want to you know, give him some legitimacy, I guess. I don't know. On Twitter, his one of his most recent tweets is uh, um, to, to kind of, like, narrow it down, basically, is, uh, you know, he's saying he, he believes that, like, people like farmers and nurses and stuff have a better understanding of their industry than like politicians and lawyers do. That's true. I heard a commercial about that today. Yeah. And that's not a terrible idea. Um, Actually, it's kind of weirdly. Yeah, but they don't know how to regulate it like like somebody who. But at the same time, economic school does. What he's what he's kind of referencing is the is the fact that that our laws are being made by people exclusively from like, you know, the political and legal background and not there these people are not really listening to the people who actually are from the agricultural world or something like that like they're not have they're not working with advisors properly okay so he's got a good point go ahead uh, so he's got a good point now but he's fucking crazy um because on his business card uh he lists uh his two so he lists himself as a worker and uh elizabeth warren is a lawyer lobbyist uh, his he believes I, I i don't even know what this is the front of the card it lists him as a worker and then underneath it says I don't even know if this is supposed to be a list of things he is or a list of things he believes in because he's like worker, fighter, anti-war, strong borders, clean food, pro-union, local farms, prevention, <laughs> community banks, V-O-Tech schools, Votech schools. So are you... Sunlight. S- 
flowers. Well, exactly. Happiness. But it's like it's like I, you started by saying things that are labels of things you are, and then it's things you believe in. And then my favorite here is is third one from the bottom is prevention. Prevention of what exactly? Well, just all just general evil. prevention of evil. And he's like Batman. You know, and again, he's he's in that he's in that Trump world where he's saying like he wants strong borders and Elizabeth Warren wants illegal immigration. You know, like that nobody wants illegal immigration. That's like a stupid thing to have to say. Um, but again, it's then her list. It's it starts out as like things that she is, then slowly becomes things that she apparently believes in, and then things again that she is because she's apparently she's a racist and imperialist. She is illegal immigration. Uh, and she's also a big bank, I guess. I don't know. It's the way this is being read. As far as I'm concerned, I, well, and as much as I know, she fought against the big banks, and she yes. she she started the whole uh, uh, exposing the banks during the whole um, recession bullshit, all that stuff. I can't really speak yeah. on educatedly. I mean, the one thing I will say about <laughs> Elizabeth Warren is she definitely like. At least I know, know my limits. Yeah, but she she definitely is anti big big banks, and she's definitely. Fighting for the little guy, and I mean, she's I not racist. <laughs> um, I mean, she's stupid. I think with she's that not whole like, stupid, well, no, no. but like, because the whole like, she claims that she's like like a fraction of like Cherokee or something. She might was, be. She looks it, but at the same time, she was using it back in college to try to get like benefits. Yeah, therefore. and you wouldn't do that. I no, wouldn't I wouldn't because if I, could. if I look like I do, I shouldn't need to be taking advantage of of uh, programs that well, are put yeah, in place to help if, people that don't look like I do. Well, yeah. Well, you have. Wacky moral system, but yes. the most people. <laughs> I have a moral system. Oh no, you your your ethics are wacky. As is, I mean, it, let's not get started on now, that. Well, You're, now let me read the back of his card because he lists more of the things that he's done. Apparently, he has four MIT degrees, Fulbright Scholar, seven successful high tech companies, discovering cures for cancer and Alzheimer's. <laughs> this is exactly how it's written. It's written like Kim Jong Un's fucking uh, biography. <laughs> Eliminating eliminating animal testing, 35-year Ma- Massachusetts resident, uh, New Jersey public schools, American Legion Boys State, all-American kid, per, uh, <laughs> comma, paper route, comma, comma, mowed lawns, comma, played baseball. <laughs> He's an all-American so, boy. He has four degrees. Shit, that's a good... That, you know what? He sounds like a good guy. <laughs> he's he's dis, he's actively discovering cures for cancer and Alzheimer's. Well, he's, okay, elimin- I mean, he's, he's a great guy. He's actively eliminating animal testing. I don't know if these things are necessarily true. I think he's he's working towards those things, maybe, but I don't think he's actively, actively doing them. Towards them. But the greatest thing that he has on everything he talks about is he claims to be the inventor of email. And I looked into this. He invented a, he created, a, presumably he created a program when he was 14 in 1977 that was like an early form of email. Unfortunately for him, email had already been being in use in certain places in the 1960s. <laughs> now, this is one of those things where I don't doubt that maybe he, because he seems like, again, he seems <laughs> like a very smart guy. So I don't doubt that he must have invented some kind of like program for his computer where it was like a form of email. But how many times have you had an idea only to find out that somebody had that same idea years before you and has already put it out? I had an idea for the ramp fire escape instead of the uh, scary fucking stairs that you could see under you with. A ramp? Yes, instead of stairs. Like a slide? Not, no, 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 no. Just like a gradual down. How go. long would that be? It would be pretty long, I guess. That's the, the point. It's handicapped accessible too, though. What if you had somebody handicapped on the third floor? Well, 
<laughs> That's Carl Darwinianism. Darwinianism. I um Darwinism. This is back when my 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 dad owned um back when he owned the building down the and then the square that used yeah. that is now uh what subway in some weird church mm-hmm. but it used to be Palace Shoes in um yes. a bingo hall upstairs and my uh-huh. dad owned the building and when we used to go there in the in, back in the day when I was a little kid. I, I we used to walk up and down the fire escape, which I found petrified because. Then it's why a fucking, did you do it? Because I was with my dad. And what am oh. I? I'm not gonna. Oh, stand that's how he gets in and out. Yeah. I thought you meant that like you just kind of played on. No, the- no, no. And uh, I remember like it, you know it was these I you know this fucking iron rickety fucking metal piece of shit, mm-hmm. and you can see in the cracks, you can see the the ground under you, which scared the shit out of me. And it's a fire escape, and so in my six year old mind, I remember coming up with. Uh, there should be ramp fire escapes on these buildings as to like if you were panicking running from a fire then the last thing you need to do is be fucking frightened by the goddamn stairs you're running down but I guess it wouldn't matter at the time but that was my six year old mind yes well that's why six year old you was not an engineer yes a thinker though I was (laughs) (laughs) I was a thinker Uh, but no, it's similar to uh, what we talked about a little earlier in a previous episode where you had that riff that sounded like a song from Marilyn Manson's new album. But like, you know, so people sometimes come up with ideas that other people have already come up with. Yeah. Because email, it doesn't necessarily seem like something that was just invented by one dude, you know? And it definitely was not invented by this guy. And Al Gore definitely did not invent the internet. <laughs> right? Is that true? Uh, Sure. Well, that's, I mean, he claims to have invented the internet. I don't even, like, I've heard that. I haven't really looked into it, but I'm interested in actually looking into it, so maybe I'll look into that at some point. We've talked about that before. Have we? I don't really remember. Well, yeah. I brought it up when you talked about this whole thing. (laughs) This fellow inventing email or not. Yes. Yes. Um, So, I mean, yeah. So maybe he invented a program when he was 14, but he was, I mean, you know, it's, I can invent a wheel today and claim that I invented the wheel, but I would be sad to find out at the patent office that somebody beat me to it thousands of years ago. Well, you're a little late on that one. Well, exactly. Not going to lie. You know, just because he invented something like 20 years, like 15 years after it had already been in use, (laughs) it's uh, not good. Anyway. I'm going to end this travesty. Yes. Time to end this. I will say real quick though, uh, when did the 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 you know the Twitter format? This is one of the things I, I kind of thought of when I was looking at his site because it's the same kind of thing as that Donald Trump uses and a lot of other people use, where they they have like a long like paragraph of like whatever their point is, and then they just end it with like all caps, one or two words, where it's like sad or not good. Like when did that become <laughs> yeah, like, it's like it's very a format? <laughs> it's very caveman esque. <laughs> It's like, I believe that the corporations are taking advantage of the layman and they need to be held accountable for their behavior. Bad. <laughs> naughty. It's bad. Naughty naughty boys. <laughs> so um Naughty naughty uh, boys. Uh, excuse me. That's disgusting. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna play this just because I gotta get some volume levels it doesn't matter. Okay. Okay, it's cool. All right, so we're going to wrap up, and it's time for me to do social media plugs. It's it's time for me to do some social media. And it's time for the Who Cares Podcast social media plugs. Uh, Yeah, so while Jackson's getting that ramped up for you, I will just remind everybody that you can actually find everything you need to know about the show at wcwjmpod.com. There you'll be able to follow us on iTunes, Google Play, and all the other great podcast-related places that you get your podcasts, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at WCWJM Podcast, um, and on Instagram Whoa. at Who Cares Podcasts, because I love Instagram. Instagram's a lot of fun. You can follow Jackson on Twitter at JacksonWZLX, and you can follow me on Twitter at Mars85, that's M-A-R-Z 85, 
on Twitter. We'll see you there. Keep talking. Uh, and again, <laughs> you know, go onto the social media, follow us, check out our stuff, and uh, leave terrible comments and leave terrible ratings. I want to see people talk about how terrible we are because I think that's funny. Show's over. I'm, I'm not going to keep ending the show. Say goodbye, Jackson. Goodbye, Jackson. <laughs> okay, bye, everybody. <laughs>